let me ask you a question, Daniel. This is going to be very odd, but I'm very serious. If you accidentally see your neighbor naked because they didn't close their blinds, do you need to go tell them? No. You just keep it to yourself? Yes. What in the world would you go over and tell your... Well, I don't know, because then you feel like a creep or something, and, and then you kind of want to protect your neighbor who you know and say, by the way, you know, draw your blinds or put them down or something, because at night... Uh, people can see you from about 50 yards away over there. I think people probably would appreciate that. I thought you meant like you needed to go over and confess, like, hey, I saw. Well, a couple years ago, here's what happened. And and the reason I'm bringing this up is because um, when I get up very early in the morning, uh, sometimes, you know, you shower and things like that. And But years ago, I was on the phone with my sister. And while I was on the phone with my sister, I said, oh, I need to go get something out of the car. And I've got a cell phone, so I go, I'll, I'll knock that errand out while I am talking to my sister. And I go to the car, and I look up, and the, the, this is a place kind of like Midtown Tulsa where the houses are like, I don't know, 15 feet apart. So I go to my car, which is parked in between these two houses, and I look up, and boom, my neighbor, she's completely naked, walking around the house. Mm-hmm. And two things pop into my mind is, uh, one was... Oh, God, I hope she doesn't think that I went out to my car so I could view this. And secondly, did she notice that I was outside? And it's a very uncomfortable situation. By the way, I'm buddies with her husband, but she's walking around nude in the house with the blinds open. And so there was a thought, do I text them and say, hey, uh," and she, by the way, she never noticed that I was out there. I was um, getting in my car, and I guess it was dark outside. She couldn't see me. But I always had this feeling, do I have to go tell this guy that I saw his wife naked? I think in this situation, you need to be completely honest and blame it on your son. Be like, hey, a heads up, just let you know, my son accidentally saw you guys walking around nude. <laughs> you know, just you know, just for your own information, you might want to lower the blinds. But I never said a word. I know what you were hoping. What? Little Dirty Bird hoped it happened again. <laughs> I did not. It was so uncomfortable, Daniel, that I felt that you felt some guilt because you've accidentally peep and tommed. I, I did. It was, and it, by the way, hand to God, I went out to my car to check, to get something out of the car. Boom, naked lady. Mm-hmm. And then I felt guilty after that because then the guy comes over and has a beer with me and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I, I mean, saw his wife naked. I saw his wife trying naked. To, like, see I saw her his wife up. naked. Should I have fessed up? No. God, no. Why? That makes you that Just makes sit you there sound and drink a beer guilty. with a guy and not tell him that I saw a nude. All right, well. Tyg, you would be like, hey, man, just let you know, been looking at your wife naked in the window. <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. Okay, so, if anything, you just lie so and say, right hey, thing. my son accidentally saw you in your underwear the right. other day. Uh, you might want to close those blinds. All right, that's what I'll do then. Uh, I like blaming things on my son. Whenever uh, there's um, liquid on the seat and the wife comes out and says, ooh, I just go, nah, that's, that's my little that's son. That's my little son. Yeah, you don't have too many more years you can do that before he'll <laughs> deny it too much. So now's the time. Daniel, do you have this problem where um, sometimes I'll take my dog to the uh, pet store, like Petco on 41st or something. As soon as I walk in, dogs start tinkling everywhere. No, my dog doesn't do that. That's disgusting. He does poop, but he will not tinkle, <laughs> as you call it. Tinkle. What a man's man. What are you taking your dog to PetSmart for? Um, You know, just every now and then it's like, uh, I got to get food for the dog. And, you know, they're allowed in the store, so I guess I'll bring them on this trip kind of mm. thing. And then he gets in there, and it's a total disaster. What is it about that place? Also, the groomer, as soon as he walks in the door, is he scared, or is it, is it just the scent of the place makes him want to mark territory? What is that? 
Um, no idea. I don't, I'm not rich. I don't go to a groomer. I don't have a fancy. My dog doesn't get a haircut. But my dog has to, your dog has that short hair thing. My dog, if you don't cut it, he'll look like a mop. Okay, I hear you there. I hear you, Jeff Bezos. Tell me more. <laughs> but how you have to get your dog a haircut. Look at you. So, um, so your dog goes number two. Mine goes number one. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the bright side is at least they don't do both at the same time. Why don't you guys learn how to cut your dog's hair instead of taking it to the groomer? Are you serious? The dog weighs like a pound. How long would it take? I got my seconds? hair cut during the pandemic by a family member. Okay. And they couldn't cut human hair. I don't think people are cut out to cut dog hair. I think you got to take a lot of practice to do what that. What does it right? cost to get that dog's hair cut? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me how much it costs. This thing uh, weighs like literally five pounds. I'll be dog sitting it next bucks, week. 70 bucks. $60? They give you a free toy at the end, though. You can pick out any toy for your dog on wow. the rack. Yeah. So it's worth it. You got to learn how to cut your own dog's hair, buddy. If I did that, guess what happens next? Nothing. Nobody cares. I have a guy knock on the door and give me divorce papers. You're married to your dog? Ladies don't like it when you cut dogs Is your dogs dog hair. at a dog show? Like, mm-hmm. who cares how it looks? That's your dog. Well, one time in college, we had a dog, and uh, people got all bent out of shape because it was St. Patrick's Day, and he had some white spots, and we just put some green on them, you know? Mm-hmm. Ladies do not like you coloring their dogs, man. Really? Yeah, they hate it. All right. Well, thank you for that. They're like, you know, it's cruel and stuff. I'm like, the dog doesn't even know, though. I think the dog's like, oh, I'm green. What uh, brand of caviar does your dog eat? He, he prefers salmon. Oh, nice. Actually. <laughs> I see. It's not a five the bull. It's not a five the bull with Tig and Dano. Uh, Dano, I, I, the risk of... I'm not going to tell people exactly what's going on, but it's a normal thing. But you'll have to be sedated for a medical procedure coming up in the next month or two, right? Oh, I don't mind. I'm, I'm at this uh, colonoscopy age, and uh, the, the reason I haven't done it so far is somebody's got to go with me to the doctor to get it done, and I don't want to ask you to do it. I'll do it. Uh, you know, you'd have to wait there while I'm getting it done, which it only takes about 15 or 20 minutes. I'll do it. Why won't they let me take an Uber? I don't want somebody to have to accompany me to that kind of thing. Because they've got to, when they sedate you, I mean, you're asleep like a regular surgery, right? Sure, yeah. So you're you're knocked out for this procedure, and then you're going to get up. And what scares me about going under through uh, sedation is that I see that people uh, sometimes post on YouTube videos of somebody coming out of sedation, and they're whacked out of their mind. That and, is and sometimes what, it's benign stuff. They just talk about yeah. ice cream and things. And sometimes they spill the beans. Well, that's what I told you. Like, if, if I ever have to get some kind of surgery, you better not, under any circumstance, record me, like, all messed up. Like, that poor kid, that, the dentist, like, is this real life? You know, remember that guy, yes. David, after the dentist yes. and all that? None of that, buddy. And, you know, I'll offer you the same truth. I'm not going to record you and put you on YouTube when yeah, you're out I of your appreciate mind. that because I'm scared that I'll say like, you know what? I hate my brother-in-law, and then that's out there for everybody. You know, you don't want to spill the beans because mm-hmm. you're gooned up on the juice. You're basically high or drunk or something, and yeah, you need a good friend to pick you up from surgery or a routine procedure that Daniel's going to have. So I make my solemn pledge that I will not record you, and furthermore, anything you say in the car on the way home. I take that to the grave. I feel like you might try to record me. That's crazy. I would never do that. And I also want you to do that prep with me. Where you drink that milkshake mm, before Whatever that is, yeah. You have to drink like a gallon of it. It's not good. <laughs> My mean, dad did it once. And, uh, uh, whoo, boy. 
<laughs> so even if I'm not getting a colonoscopy in solidarity, I should I should also drink that milkshake. Yes, please. And then I want to do what I call a colonoscopy prep escape room, where we go to one of those escape rooms and we drink <laughs> that stuff. Then we got an hour to get out of the room, or else it's uh it's done. <laughs> this could be a disaster. Could you imagine? Though. I mean, that should be a thing, right? So you go to an escape room, you drink but that you stuff. You know that in about an hour you're gonna mm -hmm. things are not gonna be going well Buddy, for you. Buddy, this could be a television show. Colonoscopy prep escape room. If you get uh, out, you go to the bathroom. If you don't... Humiliated on live television. <laughs> I want it to be live, too, buddy. <laughs> no editing, just raw. Could you imagine? That'd be, I would watch it. Tell me tell me, you wouldn't watch it. I'd watch it. That's and and what show would beat that? We got to do None. it. First of all, it would be good for uh, people that need to get colonoscopies. It would be like, put that on their, you know, be a PSA front of their mind. For that. Yeah. Boom. The drama really ticks up when you had, you know, you do that kind of thing. Yeah, normally, you, there's no giant incentive to get out of the escape room except for bragging rights. This is an emergency 911 situation. Mm -hmm. where you <laughs> I think we're on to something. I uh, think we I, ought to pitch it to uh, Griffin upstairs, News on 6. We'll bring it to CBS or somebody. Yeah. We could be so rich. Would you I do it? Yeah, I'll do it. You would? <laughs> well, it depends on my, who my partners are. Me and you have done an escape room before, and i got to be honest with you. If it weren't for the smart people with us, yeah, the, I, I'd still we, be in that room. We were still, yeah, we'd still be living in I, that I place. didn't even know how to, like, open the doorknob. <laughs> These people were doing algebra, uh, you know, things like that. I can't algebra do algebra when you got to go to the bathroom. But... All right, I'm in. Are you in or are you in? I'm not doing it. Okay. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. We're talking earlier <laughs> that, um... If you look in our wallets right now, how much cash do you have in your wallet, Daniel? I got nothing, man. Zero dollars. So when somebody asks you for money and you say, I don't have any, you're not just making that up. That that exists in real life. Why do you reckon uh, we don't carry cash anymore? Well, because we got the cards. Heck, man, one time I lost my wallet for a day. It was in the couch cushion. I figured out I could pay with my phone and hold it up near that card reader. When did you figure that out? Like uh, a month ago. Okay, welcome to the future, buddy. This, you've been able to pay with your phone for months and that. years and years and years. I didn't know that. I mean, um, it would be easier to pay with cash. I think uh, servers prefer cash. But I can't tell it. you the last time. You know what I think messed up the bank is when we started getting this direct deposit. I can't tell you the last time I've been to a bank. In fact, the bank I use, not even in this state. I'm the same. I don't have a branch I can go to here, but so far... Nothing bad has happened with that, so I guess it's okay. I mean, I you do miss things. I do miss touching that tube, you know, with the that two drive-throughs. That yeah, whatever that thing is, I do miss that mm -hmm. a little bit. But mm -hmm. uh, other than that, I mean, I haven't been to the bank in forever. Your little son is not going to know the joys of getting that bank sucker. Remember that? You go through the bank, they give you that sucker. Yeah, times are changing. I like, like, I went to the bank. I don't know, a couple years ago. And I get in there, and there's a nice young lady, and she's like, how are you, and what's your number, or whatever, and the bank vault is wide open. Mm -hmm. However, the pens are chained to the ground. Like, why don't y'all... The ground. Just, they're Interesting chained to the, or They're chained to the table. Mm -hmm. And I go, why don't y'all close the safe and don't worry about your pens so much? Well, because nobody's, nobody's even going to banks anymore, even to rob them. There's nothing. When's the last <laughs> time you heard of a bank robbery? It's For been real. a very long time, if you think about it. Huh. And then uh, if you do that, they paint you with green... Spray paint or something now? If you were to carry cash around in your wallet, what amount do you think would be sufficient? 
You know what I would do? I'd probably carry a lot of money. Would you now? Yeah. That way, when I was out and I opened my wallet, people would go, this guy's successful. Yeah, they're like, I'm going to knock this old geezer out and take all that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably just be yeah, beaten my, in the parking my lot. My dad used to do that. He just opened up his uh, wallet, just thumbed through what seemed like thousands, thousands of, dollars. of dollars. Like, what yeah. the heck are you doing, dog? It's 98.5 The Bull. All right, Daniel claims he's got a billion-dollar idea, and in the style of Shark Tank, um, Daniel, I am going to be one of the sharks. I'm supposed to be, like, the guy with the money, and then Amber is with us and at Claremore, right? Yes. Uh, Amber has her kids, Amanda, Larry, and Aubrey with her. I would like them all. Are they in the car with you? They are. I would like them to also be sharks. They could uh, weigh in on this. They are children, and uh, my idea relates to children. Okay. All right, guys. Um, Tig, what's the hardest part about when your kids get a little older? Um, for me, it was the milestones seem to come very quickly. Wrong. Oh. It's the pacifier. Do you remember, uh, Amber, whenever your three kids, when they had to transfer and they had to, you had to get them to stop using a pacifier? Yes. Uh, do you remember this, Tig, when your son stopped yeah, it was I remember, time for uh, him to stop using I remember a pacifier. stranger coming up to me and saying, um, just don't let him use that past three years old because I hate it when kids are still on passies when they're too old. So how did you get the kids to stop using it? I took it away. You just took it away. Mm -hmm. uh, Amber, how did you get your kids to stop using the pacifier? I had to cut the end off of them. What? Oh, so they wouldn't really work effectively. Oh, wow. And how did the children react to that when you cut the end off? Um, he had a stash of them, and he would always come back with a new one. <laughs> They're addicted to these pacifiers. Right. So what you need is a way yes. to get children off pacifiers. Am I right? Yes. I have a little nephew. He has to get off his pacifier, I think, coming up in like two or three days. Here's the idea, guys. Pepper pacifier. It's a pacifier covered in hot pepper. <laughs> So then they they taste the pacifier, and they're like, oh, my gosh, this is the worst. It's really burning me. I don't think I like pacifiers anymore. Now, are you guys in or are you in? <laughs> I'm trying to that, work That's through. kind of mean. <laughs> it is mean, but, I mean, there's no good way to get them off that pacifier. If they were to take a pacifier covered in habanero pepper, then they would get in their mind, oh, no, this I don't like these anymore. So the opposite of, like, Pavlov's dog, mm -hmm. they start to view the pacifier as evil, yeah. and so they don't want it anymore. Then they get that the pepper on those fresh taste buds, and they're like, I don't think I like pacifiers anymore. Amber, uh, analyze this. What do you make of this product Daniel's pitching? I, I don't know that very many people would uh, go for that. <laughs> Ask uh, the children what they think. What do you guys think? Oh, no. <laughs> well, he said it was a billion dollar idea. It was three no's, like a in negative unison. billion dollar yeah. idea. They're quite as a mouse. Until <laughs> Let me ask you some questions about the, pacif the okay. pepper pacifier. Sure, yeah. So I go to the, the aisle where the baby food is and stuff, and there's the regular pacifiers, and mm -hmm. you've packaged pacifiers with habanero sauce on them. Pepper pacifier. Okay. What's to stop me from just doing that at home for free? Doing what? Taking the existing pacifier and putting hot sauce on it well you could do that but this would be uh specifically made of peppers but what would be the difference 
That's my point. What is the... Do you have the technology at home to make a pacifier out of peppers? I have a pacifier in my left hand. I have hot sauce in my right. I simply apply it. Okay, well, the little child could wash that off. This would be made of habanero. Okay, so that's the distinction. Mm-hmm. It's, not- it's pepper pacifier. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, I guess this is where we get to the part where we decide if we're going to invest in this uh, in this product. It doesn't look good for you, Daniel. i got to say that. All right, uh, Amber, are you in or are you in? Amber, are you in or are you in? <laughs> um, nope. <laughs> All right, Amber doesn't want to be rich, obviously. Neither do her children, Amanda, Larry, and Aubrey. They w- don't. They want to live on Skid Row. Tyg, are you in or are you in? Dana, I think it can be too easily replicated at home for free, basically. I don't think people are going to pay for a pepper pacifier. And for those reasons, I am. Um... All right, guys. Well, when I'm uh, super rich and you guys are just, like, still sitting here. That's you're true. Gonna be you like, know what? You're going to be like, oh, man. I've been wrong so many times in my life about inventions. When I first heard of Uber, I said, what kind of moron would get into a car with a stranger? And then I thought... After it started working, I said, well, every time I got a taxi, it was a stranger, too. So I don't know, Daniel. Godspeed and good luck to you. I don't know. I'm not an inventor. <laughs> you know, the one invention I thought would never fly would be, was bottled water. I, I'm, I'm of the age where I remember when bottled water came out, and I said, nobody on earth is ever going to buy a bottle of water. Because it's free everywhere you go. Yeah, and now look. All right, so we could be proven wrong is my point, Daniel. Unfortunately, Amber and I will not invest, but good right, luck. Well. And I like your entrepreneurial spirit, even if it's stupid. Nice, kn- <laughs> nice knowing y'all. But when uh, Pepper Pacifier takes off, you guys are going to be, you know, we're really going to be sad. like, we knew that guy back when. And somebody's going to go, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's it's the pool. Daniel had to go to the eye doctor, and he's the only guy I've ever met that thinks the eye doctor um, was irritated with him, so gave him the wrong prescription. I'm telling it's you, Ty. Ninety-five, the bull, dude. You have to go get new, new glasses because if if you can imagine the way me and Daniel work, we sit in a room. I am facing towards him; he is facing towards me, but he's also got a computer in front of him, mm-hmm. and he's always like squinting to look at the computer. But also, it looks like a grimace. Your nose wrinkles, and I go. And we're doing like a break on air right now. And he'll just start making this face like I've said something wrong and it distracts the H out of me. Well, first of all, that's a violation of HIPAA to reveal that I squint. That's a medical condition that I have, a malady. Um, You had this uh, LASIK done a few years ago and you claim to have eagle vision or something. I can see a worm at 100 yards range. Like a bird. Yeah, but you're going to have to redo that, right? Something maybe in the future, but... uh, you know, go. Daniel thinks Buddy, I'm a squinty guy. I can't help it. I have like, a very fat face. I'm not ashamed of it. I've I've had a fat face for years that's now. That's not and what I'm talking about. I'm, I, you know, I squint. I'm, I look like a Sharpay, and it's fine. You where, just have to deal with it. Where are the glasses? So what, Daniel? That claims lady rushed me out of there. Okay, you know when you go to the eye doctor and they put that big headset. What is that thing? Like binoculars, but it's got all these torture device. And uh, she had me look at a mirror, and the eye chart was on the wall opposite the mirror, and I had to look into a mirror, and she's like, one or two. One or two. You know, I couldn't tell, and I felt rushed, and I did take a long, long time. 
But oh, I, I feel see. like so she, they were rushing me. She's doing that thing where she's changing out lenses. Yes. And she's saying, which looks clear, A setting or B setting? Right. One setting or two setting, but you couldn't figure it out. It took me quite a while. I've never worn glasses. I feel like I was rushed. And uh, so, therefore, like, if I could, I can, I have glasses right here. I can wear these and see my computer fine and see my phone fine. You know, driving, though, I don't think they're right for that because I was rushed. <laughs> I need a patient and ophthalmologist. Felt, and did you feel um, a heaviness in the room? Did you feel that she was getting irritated with you because you couldn't That's tell her? That's exactly what I felt. Huh. I felt like they had patients in the lobby. They got tired of me with the one and the two. <laughs> um and, and, and also, you know, I, I, don't, I don't want that air blown in my eye. Whatever that is, knock that off. Let's just eliminate that thing. Yeah, they go, um, listen, don't blink, okay? Yeah, don't blink. And then they spray air in your eye. Don't blink, but we're going to do something terrible. <laughs> we're going to blow well, let's get you. a dart of air right into your eye. Let's get you some glasses, man, because every time you make that grimace, I think I've said something wrong on the radio. Don't call me no grimace. Man. You're just trying to read. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Dino. What do we got coming up at 7.40, Dino? We got that bullfight. We got Jake Owen tickets up for grabs. Uh, you are going out of town next week. And mm-hmm. um, I see you every single day in here. Yet your wife has to text me and ask me to watch your little dog, Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Tig has a shizu um, named Ozzy, and I will be watching this dog. How long are you out of town? Five days. This is a big ask, buddy. That's a big one. This yeah, and I appreciate one. you doing it. And uh, I do enjoy spending time with your dog. However, before the dog comes to my house, I'd like you to train it to bark. Your dog, I don't, I've never heard the dog bark. It only moans. I've heard, I've only heard the dog bark. I don't even think the dog knows it can bark. Let's teach it be that. Because you know what your How dog do you teach does? teach a dog to bark? It moans. So whenever I'm asleep, this dog will uh, come into my room. If he wants to be let outside, it'll just moan. It'll be like, "Mm, (laughs) and I'm like, what is that? And it's a moaning dog. Can you not teach it to bark? I don't know how you teach a dog to bark. It's weird because I thought dogs, when you have a dog, you know, they, they bark. This dog doesn't even say anything. I'm like, is this dog in ecstasy or does it want to go outside? I can't tell. What's his moan? He moans. For real. Like this is, this is. The sound he makes, he goes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> For real. That's, that's ridiculous. Okay, you do your impression of what you think your dog sounds like. <laughs> now it comes in and it starts scratching at the bed. He's like, like, oh, <laughs> oh God, you idiot. Oh. And I'm like, what is happening here? (laughs) Moron. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. It's nice to have uh, friends and family in town that can help with the kids. And in this case, Daniel's going to help watch my dog while I head out of town for a few days to visit some family. Um, Daniel, we talked about this before, my little dog, Ozzy. If he, if while you're watching him, he gets outside and runs away. Are you calling me during my vacation, or do you wait to tell me when I get back? You have uh, instructed me not to let you know, so. So you would do that. So if I called you, let's say Ozzy ran away, and he's over there on Cherry Street trying to meet lady dogs or something, and I said, how's Ozzy? You would just lie to me? Well, you told me to do that. Okay, so I won't believe you when I call you at all. You know what? That last time you babysat my dog, I was like, are they just telling me that? 
Because you would call and say, how's Fenton? I'd be like, yeah, he's great. But you didn't know if he was great or he had hit the hills and I was just covered up until you got back. Because why ruin a vacation? There's not a whole lot you can do from a thousand miles away. Then knowing that makes me ruin my vacation by wondering if he's all right. (laughs) It's a no-win situation. (laughs) I think, you know what, you ought to just want, you know, you want me to be honest, right? Let's try, well, let's let's try uh, a new strategy. Just be honest with me. If the dog runs away, tell me. All right, I will. Or is that a ruse? Too. You're making it more confusing. All right. Just don't let the dog out. How about that? Be a responsible adult and take care of the dog. I don't let the dog out. See, I don't know that because now I know that you're trying to cover the truth as I asked you to do. You're about to board that thing. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull, Jake Owen tickets after Luke Run. Yeah. 30 days. Yeah, every night when she goes to bed. Shelly. She hits her knees and bows her head. talking during the song by accident Daniel had my microphone on. <laughs> yeah I don't know you've been doing this like two years now and still can't operate that board over there all you had to do is like hit on and off and somehow still well you cuss a lot so I'm glad you didn't cuss please we got two folks on the line right now um for Jake Owen with our bullfight brought to you by Optimum Complete Daniel who do we have uh today on line one we have Tamara and Tamara's going to be taking on Shelly Tamara, I don't know if you heard me and Tyg just debating earlier. I like to ask people what they do for a living. Tyg likes to ask people what city they live in. Uh, he finds <laughs> the city they live in more interesting than the profession. What is your opinion on that? Um, I don't know. I think uh, maybe sometimes the profession should be more interesting just because people do really weird things But Tyg for thinks their job. If you say you're from Tulsa, he thinks everybody in Tulsa is going to be like, on her team. On her, your team. But anyway. Well, uh, I mean, I guess there's some camaraderie there. Uh, Tamara is a stay-at-home mom. How many kids do you have? I have three. Oh, how do you do it? I don't know. So you could use a night out probably, right? Yeah, that would be really nice. Uh, Tamara. We just had a new baby two weeks ago. Oh two-week-old baby? <laughs> how are you? Yes. 
How is she functioning at all right now, much less playing a contest? <laughs> Are you getting any sleep at all? A little bit. Enough. <laughs> all right. So uh, Tamara could definitely use a night out. The pressure is now on Shelly, who is a dental lab uh, technician. Uh, Shelly, what is the best denture cream that Tyg should use? Paula <laughs> um, Dent. Should I get dentures before I use uh, denture cream or can I just start early? Yeah, you probably should. Okay. So yeah, I claim he doesn't have dentures, but the jury's still out. I cannot prove that he does not have them. Guys, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a famous person's outfit based on the outfit description. You must identify the famous person. Uh, we will start with Tamara. Stay-at-home mom of three. She lives in Tulsa. Tig, if that helps you out. I like it. Uh, black sequined jacket, one white glove. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is correct. That guy had Shelly. a monkey. Yeah, that's what he's known for. Bubbles the monkey. Shelly, the outfit. Blue unitard with S on the chest, red cape, red underwear on the outside. Superman. Superman is correct. Thank you, Tug. Tamara, uh, meat dress. Meat dress. Uh, Lady Gaga. That is correct. These get harder as they go, guys. Um, Shelly, long white halter top dress billowing over an air grate. Long white halter top dress billowing over an air grate. I have no idea. Can, can I? Can I guess? Uh, Ty, guess. Is uh, it Marilyn Shelley? Monroe? It, an iconic is, photo. Wasn't that it? is correct. That was Marilyn Monroe, Shelley. Okay. Uh, Tamara. I should have known that. No, you're good. Tamara, fedora hat, leather jacket, bullwhip. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, is it um, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones would be oh, correct. <laughs> um, Shelly, white jumpsuit with bell bottoms, raised collar, and cape. Elvis. Elvis Presley is correct. Tyg, we are tied up. Two questions to go. Tamara. Yellow polo shirt with black zigzag line, black shorts, brown shoes. Oh, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown is correct. Shelly. Oh, listen to that baby, man. A two-week-old. <laughs> Shelly, blue overalls, red shirt, white gloves, red hat with an M on it. Oh, um, Mario. Mario is correct. We are still tied up. Better hurry up so she can feed this baby. Tamara? <laughs> Let's go with red shirt with a yellow A on it. Red cap. No pants. Alvin? Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks. They don't wear pants? Yeah. They do not. No, no they don't wear pants. <laughs> Shelly? It's weird y'all know that. But okay. This is going to be tough here. Black mock turtleneck, blue jeans, white sneakers. 
I will tell you that he uh, probably invented the iPhone. Uh-huh. Help her out with that one, Ty. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. And with that, uh-huh. Tamara has defeated Shelly in the 98.5 The Bull no. fight. Brought to you by Optimum Complete. Yay. Now, listen, uh, Tamara, you've got a decision to make now. Are you going to hold on to these tickets? Or would you like to give these to Shelly, the dental lab tech? Shelly, why should Tamara give you the tickets? Because I've been trying to get in forever. First time ever I got in. So she's made it through. She was defeated. <laughs> Tamara, I guess the uh, weight of the world is now on your shoulders. Will you give these to Shelly, who's tried forever? Um, unfortunately, I'm going to keep them so I can have a night out. Ouch. <laughs> well, good for you. Well, good I'm for, happy for you. Tamara, uh, Shelly, don't worry, though. You're still qualified to win. If you can get through tomorrow, you can play the 98.5 The Bullfight again, brought to you by Optimum Complete. All right. Thank you. Ladies, thank you, too. It's 98.5 The Bull. Do you, do you hear that Ty little baby crying, Ty? I do, yeah. Ty gets started to lactate. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull, Tig and Good Morning Daniel. I got to tell you, last night I wanted to watch those uh, GOP debates. I don't have cable. I, uh, all I do is stream and I have the antenna, right? Mm-hmm. You have cable? Um, yeah, I have a streaming app that includes things like the cable networks, you know, CNN, Fox News, and all that. Um, you were predicting that more people would watch Donald Trump on Twitter than they would the... Uh, that's, that's Fox what I News. thought. He's, he's probably, I'm not talking political. We're not a political show. I'm just saying that a guy who is uh, as famous as him, and you got eight people that people don't really know yet. I just thought that uh, the former President Trump would probably outdo it. I'm looking up uh, this link right now. Guess so many people, oh my God. And even in the last two hours since I last checked this, 50 million more people watched it. It's up to 173 million people watched that interview so far with uh, the former president donald trump and to give you some perspective if you know anything about like um if you ever stay up late and you watch the jimmy fallon tonight show three million people watch that a night well you know what this is 173 million okay i got it i wanted to watch both but the reason i couldn't watch the debates was i don't have cable i didn't have fox news why in the world they just put this on, like, Fox, the affiliate channel? I'll never understand. Why would they put MasterChef? You mean you them to put it on the, the mothership Fox. Just like, like Fox, where yeah. Where the NFL is and all right. that. Right. Why so, would they not? Um, Probably not big enough yet. These people don't know these people as well. You know, some of them. You think but, more people watched MasterChef last night than they did the debates? I, you know, I don't know. Plus, Fox News wants the viewers. They don't want to give that away to the mothership. Well, if Fox News thought that I was going to subscribe to cable just to watch that one debate, they're crazy. And I tried to, I even tried to watch it on my phone. I had to send in like an email address. I guess my point is, if you want anybody to do anything these days, you got to make it like super easy. If I order from a restaurant and I order online, if it's like a little difficult at all, I won't even order from there. (laughs) Really? Aren't you the same way? Uh, I don't like all the roadblocks and things, no. But Right. Um, like, if I have to pay a bill online or something like that, if they ask me too many questions, I'm like, well, fine, I'm just not going to pay it. you got to make it super easy for people. Well, people. And I think Fox News made a terrible mistake by not putting it on just regular Fox. And all I had to do was go into X, and the debate was, I mean, the uh, interview was just right there. 
mm-hmm. and I could stream it my, with my phone without having to enter in my email address. In, and then, mm-hmm. so I tried to watch it on Fox News. You got to enter your email address. Then you got to go to your email, oh click God. on a link, oh. sign up for this, sign up for that. You got to make things the easy humanity. for people. Like we have a show replay, like podcasts, where it's just our show every day. You put up in podcast form. You don't have to enter your email address in. You don't have to click a bunch of links. You just got to make it easy. Am I right? Our podcast is easy to get to. It's easy. Just click right on How it. do you get to our podcast? Because you get mad the way I explain it. All you have to do is let them know we have a podcast. Ty likes to say, Good, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Store, all that. You know, people know how to go to a podcast. Another example of that is when you watch, we used to intern at the uh, Late Show with Dave Letterman, right? Yeah. Did y'all in the promos ever say, hey, watch Late Show with David Letterman, wherever you watch your TV shows? No. There you go. You got to make it easy for people. Okay. Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel podcast. And I'm trying so hard not to say. You can, everybody that talks about podcasts can't help but say, wherever you get your podcast. You don't have to say that. We don't say listen to us on the radio wherever you listen to your radio. <laughs> okay, so don't you agree? It's going to take me a little bit to get out of practice. I want you to like like some examples. Um, say you work at McDonald's and you want to advertise that you have a quarter pounder. We have a quarter pounder for two ninety nine at McDonald's, or wherever you get your McDonald's. Or wherever you get See, McDonald's. <laughs> everybody likes to throw in that, or wherever you do whatever. Okay, so just listen to the Tiger Daniel podcast. T I G E and Daniel. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Pool. You know what you could do, Daniel? You could listen to that podcast. It's a show replay, mm-hmm. wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, Don't say it again. <laughs> and uh, on your way to Jackie Cooper Nissan, get some money, $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book even says your car is worth. You can uh, trade it in, use that money to get other deals on the lot, or you can just sell your car to Jackie Cooper Nissan. No Facebook Marketplace, no negotiating, just $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book says. Right. This goes to pre- my point again, Jackie Cooper makes it easy. The easiest decision you'll make is, hey, am I going to take this place that's going to give me, or my car to this place is going to give me $1,500 over Kelly Blue Book, or am I going to take it to the place that's just going to give me Kelly Blue Book? Yeah, and You're going to choose Jackie Cooper Nissan every time. Yeah, they got this construction sale. They're uh, souping up the building a big bit, and right now it's good for us because 0% interest as construction continues at Jackie Cooper Nissan. They're willing to make you some big deals, and you can get a Jackie Cooper Nissan wherever Jackie Cooper Nissan sells cars. <laughs> right. JackieCooperNissan.com. Daniel says it's kind of dorky, but I enjoy this thing. I, I like living or reading biographies of great people, Daniel. Mm-hmm. You know, people that rose from nothing, uh, like a Jeff Bezos, like him or not, you know, he's been successful. Uh, presidents and things that came from nothing to rise to the uh, top office in the country. I love that. And Daniel, you're not dissimilar. One time you got a job in a restaurant in New York City. And in the span of one year, Daniel moved all the way from. People don't believe this, but uh, I lied when I went to the interview and said, listen, I've got tons of restaurant experience. I'd only worked at Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. So I started working at this very fancy French bistro. And in one year, I worked my way up from busboy to busboy. In a year? I remained. What a climb. A busboy. And then later on in life, uh, like I said, I like 
biographies of great people. Daniel then uh, started at a lawn service, and you busted your tail there. And one day your boss came to you with a, a proposition. He goes, you've done a great job here. In fact, we want to make you, we're going to give you your own truck, your own crew. So now, wait, you're working under a, a crew it's like It's like me and like 10 buddies all go out every day and we cut grass and we laugh and we have a great time. And so somebody's in charge of this crew, but now mm -hmm. you've been promoted to crew leader. You're going to get your own crew. myself and uh, got the truck and went up to, you know, go to work that day and get my crew gathered together and rouse them and give them a motivational speech. And they go, oh, no, 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 no. It's just you on this crew. <laughs> <laughs> they gave you a one-man crew, which was you. It was just me uh, right by myself. Uh, I got the jobs like Captain D's where I'd have to go out there and, you know, use the push mower, weed eat. Spray the roundup, just me, right by myself. And listen, I ain't, I ain't the one to work by himself. I, I can't. I gotta have somebody You're like to work a goat. with. You have to have company. I gotta have company. So I, that I didn't make it too long working there. Hundred degree weather, no. just right by myself all day long. I couldn't do it. Could uh, you do it? You'd like that. I'd probably like the solitude. Yeah. Well, oh I my sure god. Didn't. Yeah, man. I gotta and have somebody to talk to. and stuff. You just listen to podcasts, cut the grass, move on. But I hope kids are listening because that was quite the st an American success story, really. It's amazing, yeah. Yeah, you can you do whatever you want. You can remain in the same place if you put your mind to it. <laughs> it's Kane Brown <laughs> on 98.5 The Bull with Ty. Bury me, in. Bury me in Daniel gets all bent out of shape if I try to tell you how you can beat the heat and things. Uh, there's an excessive heat Please warning today. do not. Give us tips on how to beat the heat. It's 98.5 The Bull. No, I want to because there was some that I, I read about that I didn't even think of, you know, on beating the heat. I mean, there's the regular things like be sun smart, as they call it. Don't go out when it's super hot. You know, try to go out when it's cooler in the day. But um, number two on this list, so number one is be sun smart. Don't go out when it's the hottest. Why don't you like these tips? I don't get it. Because they're useless and boring, and we know that if it's hot outside... Stay inside. Number two, the headline is wetter is better. Wetter is better. Hey, now, what does that mean? <laughs> this is from the Red Cross, mind you. Okay. This isn't so. So if you're going to you be know, outside, pour weird... water on your head. It says heat escapes through the skin, which is the largest organ, by the way, in the whole body. Not for me. So the more skin, <laughs> go ahead, Tig. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go. All right. So the more skin you can cool down, the better, they say. Okay. And here's what the Red Cross suggests. Mm -hmm. Now, listen to this, Daniel. Wetter is better from the Red Cross. They say, uh, take a T-shirt and wet it and then put the T-shirt That's the dumbest on. thing. Who's going to go to work drenched in water? Well, I guess if you're at your house or something. Or a bar. I don't know. So, if you're, that wet so you should sit at home in your house with a wet T-shirt on. That's what it says. Um, <laughs> I mean, aren't these ridiculous for so real? It says, all right, all right, listen, this is for real from the Red Cross okay. now. They want you to wear a wet T-shirt around. Okay. Not a contest. This is just for you at the house. Right. And then uh, cool yourself down by putting your wrist and ankles, because those are pulse points, into a bath of cold water. You never heard those before, did you? No. I've, I've never been in a position in my life where I could put my wrists and ankles in cold water and cool down. With your wet T-shirt on? Yeah. Uh, don't drink alcohol, eat lighter meals. 
Well, I ain't doing that no matter what. Don't exercise anymore, basically. <laughs> like, do not exercise. <laughs> Whatever you do, it's, don't get out there and exercise. Yeah, don't get healthy out there. That's I don't crazy. think that we need tips to beat the heat. Okay, Daniel. But you didn't know about that. And I think Red Cross ought to stop giving you tips to beat the heat. Everybody knows how to beat the heat. If you can, you stay inside. Am I right? Yeah, but I didn't know that putting your ankles and your wrists were better than any other part of your body. Because of pulse point. I don't know what that means. I'm not a physician. But uh, go shove it, Daniel. I like to help people live Thank a happy you. life. How about and some you don't... celebrity birthdays or a national, like, national... Pop-Tart Day or whatever? Do those. <laughs> okay. Ty Five to uh, the former president's going to have a busy couple of days. Uh, last night he was on with uh, Tucker Carlson, who, remember he got fired from Fox News? And then, uh, like, this is kind of funny. He goes, well, I'll do my thing on Twitter, or X now is what they call it, and um, I'll just, I'll fight him. And so they purposely aired the Donald Trump thing at the same time, the other eight Republicans were trying to, you know, get on there and tell you their cause and stuff. It's 98.5 The Bull. Welcome into Did You See brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. Did you watch this thing with uh, the former president last night? I did, and I was going to watch both, but I don't have cable, and they made it a little too aggravating to try to get uh, to stream Fox News on, the, uh, on my phone. They wanted me to... Give them my email address and then go click a link and all that. But I did end up watching the, uh, what was it, 42-minute interview with Somewhere Donald Trump? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was asked by Tucker, do you think we're heading to civil war? So do you think it's possible that there's open conflict? We seem to be moving I, I towards something. Know. I don't know because I don't know what it, you know, I, I can say this. Uh, there's a level of passion that I've never seen. There's a level of hatred that I've never seen. And that's probably a bad combination. So the, does that make you feel better? Yeah, I feel great now, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I just looked at um, the Twitter feed or whatever. Maybe 10 or 15 million people watched that thing on Fox News last night. We don't know. However, Tucker Carlson, this guy has got um, 190 million views on that one video he did last night. So they beat Fox News. Which has got to feel good for a guy that got fired. You know, you come back and kind of get back at him, you know? Mm -hmm. What you got, Daniel? Uh, did you see this uh, guy in North Dakota was fishing? He reeled in a wallet loaded up with $2,000. Then he found the owner and returned all the cash. Here's the guy, Connor, who uh, caught the wallet. And the Iowa farmer who lost the wallet, Jim, talking about what happened. I thought I had a big fish, and I set the hook really hard. My cousin, Brandon, opened the wallet up. He said some words that you probably shouldn't say. He said that there's some money in it. The odds of ever finding a billfold in there, I don't think there would be a number. To meet people like that, that's that honest. And I tried to get them to take the money, they wouldn't do it. I would take Connor for a grandson any day, and I'd fight for him any day. Now, uh, that's a nice story and all, but I don't buy it. Something sounds fishy. What do you mean? Okay, for example, me and you are fishing in the Arkansas River. You throw your line out. You catch a wallet. You reel it in. Are you not going to be the one to open it? Do you think your cousin or me would be the one to open it? It's like my cousin Brandon opened it. If you catch a wallet, the first thing you're going to do is open it. Yeah, but when I'm fishing, sometimes if I got somebody there like a buddy and I reel something in, they'll grab the fish because I'm still kind of reeling. They kind of take care of that part. So in other words, you reel up a wallet. You're not going to be the one to open it? You're going to just pass it over to somebody else to open it? 
So what is your submission here? I don't buy it. Something's fishy. Well, then why would they do this? Why would they make... What's, what do they benefit from making up this Everybody story? wants to go viral, right? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't doubt that they would return the wallet, but I'm just saying if you reel up a wallet, you're not going to not open it immediately. Mm-hmm. Cousin Brandon, get out of here. Uh, then the uh, farmer, Jim, was saying, like, I tried to give them all the cash. They wouldn't take it. Why has Jim got $2,000 in his wallet anyway? Exactly $2,000? Come on. He's one of them good old boys, man. Still carries cash around. I remember when my dad used to carry what seemed to be, you know, tons of money. But it, I think he used to carry like $800 around. I have no idea why. Back in the day, though, old folks used to carry a bunch of wa- uh, money around their wallet. Mm-hmm. You remember your dad opening his wallet and seemed like uh, I saw a $100 bill once, and I was like, dude, we must be rich. And remember those little uh, coin purses? <laughs> you would squeeze them, and they'd open up. Mm-hmm. you get your quarters out of and stuff. I remember that's, that. It's gone by the wayside. Uh, did you see this? Uh, TikToker went viral with her video. She said her and her husband don't have regular sides of the bed they sleep on. We do not have a regular side of the bed that we sleep on. Last night I slept on that side, and then the night before for like two or three nights in a row I slept on this side. It's never discussed. We just randomly pick a side when we go to sleep. And whenever this has come up in conversation, people act like that is the craziest thing they've ever heard. I don't know. We just never picked a side of the bed. So I'm bringing it to TikTok to see if it is actually as crazy as everybody says it is. There's something wrong with them. Yeah, guess what? Not buying that one either. You think it's made up? What I'm going to do, basically, is do all these stories and then tell you that I don't believe them. Yeah, you're becoming a curmudgeon. Um, so you believe, you believe this husband and this wife don't have a side of the bed they if naturally they do, just kind of... that's kinda... a problem. They need counseling immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Have you ever met a lady? Have I ever met yeah. a lady? They need about 14 bottles or cups of water on a nightstand at all times. I don't know what that is. So I get the side of the bed without any nightstand whatsoever. So... I can't believe they're trading sides. Don't you kind of have your own nightstand where you keep your own stuff? And I don't think they're not. I don't think they're doing that. I think they have their side and they're just trying to say something. I see. So you're saying they're trying to go viral as well. Yeah. How about this? Uh, in Chattanooga, a news anchor named Cornelia was recording a promo. Then she realized that she was reporting on what was about to be her own marriage proposal. It was from her boyfriend Riley, who also works at the news station. And coming up right now, we have the story of two young journalists who just so happen to find love in the same industry. Local 3's Riley Nagel joins us in the studio with a special report. That is right, Cornelia. I do have a very special report uh, for people at home who maybe don't know. Cornelia and I met in news back in Montana (laughs) at our news station almost four years ago. And I thought it'd be fitting to ask you this question here since we met in news. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Would you marry me? Yeah. I gotta put it on? Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of shaking. <laughs> so there you go. Riley has decided to propose to his, uh, I guess now, fiance, Cornelia. So congratulations, Riley. <laughs> Big mistake. Wait, what'd you say? Congratulations, Riley. Didn't we take calls on this? Oh, if women want to be proposed Ladies to. Ladies don't want to be proposed to in public like that because if they want to say no, then they feel this pressure to say yes. But news ladies probably do because they like the, you know, they like the viral story here. But again, what were you saying you wanted to? I said, congratulations, Riley, on your engagement. <laughs> Huge mistake. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. You know, I said before that... Um, 
take your kids to school at all, you'll see the crossing guard. And crossing guards, there's no in the middle with a crossing guard. They're either the nicest person you've ever met or the meanest person you've ever met. And uh, I took my son to school the other day because we're in the new school year. Guess what we got this year? Mean lady. Nice lady. Oh, nice lady. So nice that I don't understand her commands. Hmm. I can't tell if she's waving at me or if she's saying stop. It's very confusing, but she's we got like a nice one. Throwing up like the stop hand, also the uh, heart hand, whatever that is that they do in, <laughs> like on Instagram, you know, the picture. Yeah. But anyway, I, I feel like we lucked out this year. Uh, very sweet. And because I, I, I'll admit this, I have uh, wanted to get out of the car and um, confront those people before because they're so like they do a great job it's a very important job i'm not denying that however the the method that they deliver the message sometimes is a little bit abrasive for me and i've considered pulling over and going and talking do to you guy. feel like there can be a such thing as a bad crossing guard of course it sounds like you're trying to be a little pandering like these people are heroes of course uh there could be great ones there could also be ones that aren't too good that are very confusing have you ever been confused by a crossing guard almost every time <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's tough. <laughs> I can't, like, my brain doesn't work fast enough to understand what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Like, this one time I was at the uh, crossing guard there, and I promise you, they were doing a um, a stop motion, like, with their hands, but also a come here motion with the other hand. So it was like a stop, come here motion. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, which is the priority motion so I just I just freeze up. I just stop. And then they, boy, if you just, if you, if you, if you go, they lose their minds. But if you just stop and stare at them, they really lose their minds. <laughs> it's, it's a no-win situation I've got for anxiety because at 2.30, I've got to go through this again. And I've I'm going to be thinking about it all day. Like, will I screw this up? I've literally started to pull them aside and go, hey, y'all, I'm right on the edge of dumb. So when you're doing all these motions, man, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> this whistle? What clear. is that? I don't know. I, like, I, I got a whistle they, once. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Right. Three blows? I don't know what that means. Well, I got a nice one this year, so hopefully uh, I'll... Do you understand what she's saying? No, I have no idea. Like I said, she's so sweet. She waves. However, it also looks like maybe a stop. Like she's waving and you're not sure. Is that a Right. Is that like a, a, hey, slow down or stop? Or come on. Or, hey, good to see <laughs> oh, you. I have no idea. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. What I am clear on, Daniel, though, is that uh, at Snow's Furniture, they guarantee the lowest price in town. He calls it the Snow's Challenge. And you know why? Tell me. He says you can't beat it. He so, says, uh, you, you know, I'll prove it. Come to Snow's Furniture. You're just not going to beat my prices. And the stuff's already there. It's there. They don't it's have to mail together. it to you and You can stuff. sit on it. That's right. Like, they could even take it to your house today if you want. You know, furniture, we use it so much that if you're going to buy some furniture, you need to test it out first. You don't want to buy something and yeah. accidentally be uncomfortable like the Iron Maiden. A torture device from medieval times. Yeah, that would be brutal. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree. Uh, and Dana, like I said, they'll deliver. So let them put up with the crossing guard confusion. That's Snow's Furniture. They're online in town and on Facebook. If you snooze, you'll lose thousands in savings during the Summer Deals for Wheels event at Keystone Chevrolet. Choose from over 300 used cars. New Chevy models with 1.9% financing. Choose from over 300 pre-owned vehicles. Every make and model all hand-picked. Like new, but thousands less than new. Get up to 50% off original MSRP on every pre-owned in stock. 0% financing. Buy with no money down. Payments from $199 a month. And only Keystone pays you more for trades. 
Keystone's more than any other dealer. And credit issues are not an issue at Keystone. Their goal is 100% credit approval. If you snooze, you'll lose thousands in savings. Don't miss the Summer Deals for Wheels event at Keystone Chevrolet, Sand Springs, or KeystoneChevrolet.com. on select models cannot be combined. Excludes 395 dock with approved credit. 199 a month, stock number P85051. 15725, 20% down, 7.49 APR for 84 months.